reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ugo. There was a man who was blind. Jesus put clay on his eyes. Oh, God chose me, used me. Just like you chose the Virgin Mary. I want to be blessed among the women. Blessed among the men too. Over the house of Jacob for 
To hear 
can live but to hear from the Lord. Hallelujah. What a blessing. And you know, recently I realized that for many of the miracles that Jesus did, for the people to experience the miracle, they had to obey an instruction that he gave them. When he wanted to feed the 5,000, he said, bring me what is in the boy's hands. When they needed money to pay taxes, he said, go and catch a fish. When Peter had been fishing all night with nothing, he said, cast out and drop the net on this side. So I realized that even just by hearing from God, it can be a key to experience a miracle. Which is why when you come into a service like this, you must make it part of your agenda to catch something. Something. Do you understand something? And you are here tonight because of the ministry. But you can also catch something for your life. You can catch something tonight that will give you a miracle. Yeah, so you, you cannot allow your attention to waver. You must be alert. Yeah. A, a side statement by the preacher can suddenly unlock a miracle for you. Because knowing what to do can determine whether you experience your miracle or not. We need a word. We need a word. And I'm glad to announce to you that tonight, a word is about to come to you. A word is about to come to you. You know... On Friday, I had prepared what I was wearing for International Sunday, and I was—I couldn't wait to be in church, you know, to enjoy the International Sunday and to soak the international message. Yeah. <laughs> then I got a call. I got a call Friday. After that call, I was preaching on Sunday. I almost fell ill. I must—I must confess. I almost fell sick. So Sunday, as the things were happening, <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad that today I'll have my chance to sit. Is it? Is it? Look, I don't know about you, but like when I go for a camp, one of the most enjoyable things is just to sit down and be soaking. Oh. It's nice. It's nice. It's just nice. It's just nice. So today, I, I, I'm going to sit down and soak the preaching. Yes. So if you see me shouting a lot today, don't, don't, don't be worried. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. But tonight, ladies and gentlemen, there is a man of God in our midst. Somebody who we missed over the weekend. Because he had to... <clears throat> but tonight, he's here with us. And we believe that God will give us a word through him. Yeah, a word through him. No, no matter the situation, eh, you can receive a word through what he's about to preach tonight. Yeah. He's a preaching about the ministry, but you can receive a word about your ministry, about your marriage, about anything tonight in the message. And therefore, I want you to join me. Clap your hands. If you're as excited as I am, make a little noise. And let's welcome to this pulpit the bishop. Edwin Morgan Oh go come on Living Bread Cathedral make some noise tonight
you excited to be here tonight? Are you expecting God to speak to you? Do you believe that this is the best job you can ever do as a Christian? Serving the Lord and working in the church. We thank God for the privilege to work for him. We thank God for the privilege to serve him. And how I missed our international Sunday. I mean, when I looked at the pictures, I was wondering why Bishop Kobe did not charge gate fees. I mean, this is not a church service at all. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a gig. Yes, but I want us to put our hands together for our basantes. The basantes. They make Sunday worth coming to church to enjoy. All the basantes, every single one of them, they are powerful, they are beautiful, and they are a great, great blessing to the church. Hallelujah. And I am also very happy to be back. Even though in just two weeks, we are going to Botswana for Healing Jesus campaign. And God bless all our Ben NP partners whose contributions, your tensities, is able to carry us to far places. Amen. And I bring you greetings from New York, New Jersey, where we had a very powerful camp over the weekend. It was very powerful. And uh, I would like to have a camp. That same camp. Yes. I come seeking fruits. May you be a fruit-bearing Christian. Amen. And may God use you to do mighty and many things. You may please be seated and let's receive Sister Mawirami to bless us with a beautiful hymn.
You may be seated. Turn your Bible to Isaiah chapter 60. And let's enjoy a prophetic word. Welcome to the Expect Great Things service. We are looking forward to seeing great things. We are looking forward to seeing mighty things. And it is my prayer and my belief that God will touch your life. And God will grant you access into his mysteries and into his blessings. Amen. Here, only great things are expected. We are not going for little things. We are not going for small things. Our destiny is not a destiny of smallness. It's a destiny of greatness. Amen. Whether you are a basenta leader, you are a pastor, whatever you are, you are a center leader, you are an usher, God can use you to do great things. And in verse 22 of Isaiah 60, a prophetic word says, A little one shall become a thousand. And a small one, a strong nation. I, the Lord, will hasten it in his time. Hallelujah. I, the Lord, will hasten it in his time. Whatever you need to become great has already been provided. You have no one to blame for the little teeny weeny bit of ministry you are sitting by in your center. God hasn't sent you to do that little thing. He says that if you will allow him if you will work with him, he has the power. He has the power to cause something little you are doing to become a thousand. Yes. I pray that the word basenta leader, center leader, zonal leader, I pray that it doesn't destroy you. Because at every level, you can actually oversee 1,000 people. The same Bible which has John 3.16 is the one saying that a little one shall become a thousand. The Bible which said John 3.16, which has John 3.16, is the same Bible which says that you can become a thousand. Your basenta of 20 members can become 1,000. Everybody here can become a pastor of thousands. As you can see in this verse, there is no bishop mentioned. There is no reverend mentioned. There is no singer mentioned. There is no zonal leader mentioned. The, 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 the person mentioned is you. The only person who is mentioned here, of course, two people are mentioned, the Lord. 
the Lord. And the second person in this verse is you. Yes. Apart from you, I don't know. God doesn't care. As you can see, he's not referring to you as a bishop. He's not referring to you as a reverend. He is referring to you as you. So everyone here can be a pastor of something very big. Everyone. Yes. A small one shall be a strong nation. You know, a strong... What is a nation? A nation is, uh, uh, I mean, a, a, a group of people who can live on their own. They have their hospitals. They have their roads. They have electricity. They have everything. You can build a church with every type of person in the church as a member. Yes. If you want a visa, somebody in the British Embassy works in the, is in your center. Somebody in the American Embassy is your singer. Somebody who works with roads and highways is your usher. The, 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 I mean, it, 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 it's a nation. May God anoint you to build a nation. A nation. Now, when can this happen? When will a little one become a thousand? After how many months or years of ministry? What is the minimum time when you start a basenta? After how many weeks can you begin to see a thousand? No, weeks is too short. After how many years, roughly, how many years of ministry will a person begin to see a thousand members? What's your guess? Two years, three years is too short. Six years, or, or you do ten years. Ten years, one thousand. Is ten years too short? So, so, so what's the time? When, when will you see a thousand? When? No, ask your neighbor. Ask your city. When will you ever see one thousand members? As you are looking at the pastor's face and he's prophesying to you that a little one shall be a thousand. When? Three years. Yeah. When? <laughs> Till you die. Yeah. Now, the verse puts the responsibility solely on your shoulders. He said, he said I... I, the Lord, I will hasten it in his time. Your time. When you are ready is when God will do it. <laughs> he's, he, he's waiting for you. I, the Lord, I will, I, I will I, I, hasten means I'm in a hurry to do it. I will do it speedily. But you are the one in his time. This one is not in his time, in his time. He makes all things be. No, that's not it. This one, it is it, the, the one who will see the thousand. It is his time. You determine when you, you pass wow. a thousand. Yes. In, in your time. I will do it in his time. Otherwise, how can there be two guys from Bible school 
one is circling around 38 members and one is headed for 1,200. It depends on you. God will do it. You can can live for 1,000 years and not pastor 1,000 members. Whenever you are ready, remember Act 17. God is no respecter of persons. God doesn't have favorites. Like His favorite is Bishop Kobe. And he doesn't like Reverend Michael. And when he sees a man who doesn't have hair, he, he gets angry. And he likes men with afro. No. He doesn't respect anybody. Accent. Sorry. He's not respect of persons. He's not respect of persons. But in every nation, verse 35, he that doeth, he that feareth him and worketh righteousness. That is, who does righteousness? Who does what is right? It's accepted. There's no mention of university, no mention of graduates, no mention of carpenter, no mention of PhD, there's no mention of lawyer. It's in every nation, he's waiting. He's waiting. Once again, you can see anyone, is anybody here who fears God, he will use you. It's not like, like God likes gas and doesn't like frafras. Any nation, anybody who is ready to be used. Anybody who fears him, who fears him, it's like, like, like see, the fear is not the fear of a lion, no. Like how, how, how we fear a lion, no. It's the fear Mary had when the, when the annunciation came that you are the one going to give birth. And me, how, how? How can it be that somebody like me will give birth to, to how? How is it possible? How can me, God wants to use me, let it be done unto you, unto me according to your word. That's what we mean by fear. That, that, that on Tuesday evening, you come from town and cross the city and come and sit in church. That, I mean, God must have touched your heart. Young boys and young girls like you don't like such things. They don't care. They're not interested. They've got a lot of things that are taking their attention away from God. But you made it here. There should be a certain fear in you. Why God wants to use me, that I'm going to apply myself. So it's like, in every nation, anyone who is ready, who fears God, who is willing to do what is right, righteousness, is accepted. They say, then I'll use this girl to build a 10,000 member church. So he used a woman. Amy Semple McPherson to, to for square gospel church. I mean, hey, this is when uh, thousands she built a church. Angelos Temple. Angelos Temple. What are you talking about? Woman. Oh. 
God doesn't fear man, doesn't fear woman, doesn't fear baby. Is anyone who is ready tonight? I'm asking, are you ready? <laughs> he said, I, I, I would, I will hasten it in his time. In his time, I am ready. I am ready. In fact, when it comes to things like salvation, Paul said to the Corinthian church, First Corinthians, he said, he said, he said now is the day of salvation. I mean, when it comes to salvation, God giving your life to Christ, church, spiritual things, the time is now. So when God found me, I was a student. It was my now. There was no time to wait and finish and be, finish medical school, be a doctor, and so on. No, now. I was in final year. I was in a church pastoring. Sunday, I'm in my church. Monday, I'm on the ward. Now. God, God doesn't have tomorrow. There's nothing like tomorrow. In fact, he said, who has promised you tomorrow? If you are ready, you, your church will change. If you are ready, your ministry will change. I will do it in his time. Yes, I've heard in a time accepted. Second Corinthians 6. And in the day of salvation have I succored thee. Behold, next week is the accepted time. Behold, when you finish university is the accepted time. Behold, when? This evening. Now. Now. It's an accepted time. Now. So he is ready. You can sit there and say, as a girl, God cannot use you. It's up to you. It's, it's really up to you. It's up to you. And the work we have been privileged to do it is work that God is using to bless us. Yes. As you can tell, he doesn't need you for anything. I mean, without you, he's doing his work anyway. Every soul you win, every message you preach, every prayer for the church you pray, every member you visit, is for you. You may bring the person to church, but you are the one benefiting. Because he that laboreth, laboreth for himself. This work we are doing, as I'm standing here preaching, you see, I may think, oh, I'm building a church, I'm preaching to uh, 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 pastors and leaders and so on. It's for me. My life is better. My life is better. It's my life. If you do it well, if you do it well, we will not be able to recognize architecture in you. Even though you have spent seven years studying architecture. If you do it well, we will not recognize banking in you. If you do it well, we will not know that you are a nurse. If you do it well, if you give yourself to it, he said, I'm ready. I will do it all. You see, the, 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 the thousand members, it's not you. You have nothing in you to build the thousand members. It is God who will do it. And the question is, when will God do it? God will do it in your time when you are ready. But we don't give ourselves to it. We don't give ourselves to the work. 
many of you sitting here see the work we are doing, some extra, like some side plate, some side issue, some extra time, something else. When you remember that you are a shepherd, then you go and win a soul, or when you remember, no, but you can be a student and it will be your main work. Main work. Main work. You work in the bank and it's your main work. I was working as a doctor in the hospital. It was my main work. The marriage vows, the marriage uh, vows that we use for our weddings. Bishop wrote it when he was a house officer in the hospital. Medical block, first floor. Doctor's consulting room in that night. He sat there and wrote vows. He was, he was on duty, but he was writing vows. It is you. If you give yourself to it. This work will bless you more than anything you are chasing. Yeah? We don't need to pay you money. You see? Proverbs says that the, 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 the sheep are for, your, for thy clothing. And the goats are the price of the field. Even the goats, the goats who are not responsive, who are stubborn, the goats, they are the price of the time. If you will ever, one day you find yourself building on a land, that land you didn't buy it. The cement, you didn't buy it. The clothes you are wearing, the sheep provide the clothes for you. If you are ready, the lambs are for thy clothing. And the goats are the price of the field. But you are the one. You won't, you won't. Be serious. You want to finish BC before. You want to finish Wasi. You want to marry. You want to have your wedding. You want to go and come. That is why your life will never... Look, it is a privilege to serve the Lord. Yes. Is that book there? I can see it there. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. It's a great thing. We're all here in Accra. I was here with you on, on Friday. We woke up afternoon i was here working by evening i was on my way to america i've gone to spend the weekend in america i've come back here as if as if i i i i, I, I was in dodoa yeah yes i told my son i'm making an impromptu trip to america say hey impromptu people are doing impromptu trip to tema i have to go and see somebody at uh, at barrier you are doing impromptu to America. I'm going to come. I'm here with you. We are all here. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Impromptu. The chance has been given to you. As of God, he's ready. He has called you, given you the chance. He knows you are not educated. He knows you have not passed your exams well. He knows you are very educated. He knows you are rich. He knows you are beautiful. He knows you are married. He knows your sister is dead. He knows everything, but he still wants to use you. It's up to you. It's up to you. And, and when God is using you, he, God, God, he only does big things. Yeah. One of the ways we know that God is in this thing is that it's big. Yes, it will always begin small, little, small, small, small. But the end of the road is big. Is big. Whatever is little can be one thousand. 
we should be able to have a zone with 1,000 members. When? Is it next year? Is it next three years? When? Next ten years? Next week? When? What a time? When, when will God do it? Your time, when you are ready. If you are ready today, he will use you to build a big thing. Yes. Yes. It's a great thing to serve the Lord. It's a great thing. Wife is in this. You know, I, I don't like to promote ministry this way. But I cannot help but tell you. There are some things, even if you keep quiet, it burns in your bones. Why you stay in future is in this. Some of you, one day, if you take this ministry serious, one day you'll be a missionary on an island, living an exotic life. Yeah. 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 One of my daughters is in, uh, on an island. I mean, she, she, she took a picture of the place she stayed with her husband. I, oh, no. It's not fair. No. It's not fair. But because you are not serious here, you will continue to be at gravel pits with your sister's cousins in one room. You'll be there. Your wife is in this. Your husband is in this. You will not believe it. And when you get a husband, the happiness in the marriage is in this. Your children are in this. And how they will turn up it's in this. Serving the Lord. If you are interested. But if you also want to be an overseer of something measly, something which is happening nowhere, not something very sickly looking, dry, barren, unimpressive, because you, I mean, you are a banker and your real life is in the bank, it's up to you. One of the most unfortunate mistakes you'll ever make in your life. A small one. And I, the Lord, will hasten it in his time. Anybody who is ready? For him? If it's church work, he doesn't care that you are writing your exam this week. Now. There's nothing like tomorrow. So today, I'm continuing with the 10 journeys of a mega church pastor because we have learned from the mega church that the vision to build a mega church should be your most appropriate vision. Yes. Everyone, it should be in your heart. In your heart. In your heart. That I, I want to build something big. I don't want to be an overseer of something small. I don't want my name to be attached by the grace of God till I die. I, 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 my name should never be attached like it is, it is near something which, which doesn't grow, which is small, which is dying by the grace of God. By the grace of God. No. No. So help me God. I will start with something which is very small. But it cannot remain small. Yes. And the second point 
in the first chapter of mega church is that when you have a vision to build a mega church, a mega choir. I mean, I was I saw the picture of our choir on Sunday. I mean, you see, you 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 will you will be happy to sit in a church with such a crowd ministering to you. Mega choir, kings choir. You see, but it doesn't come easy. Like I said, a mega church is like pleasure, joy, prosperity, increase, blessings, breakthroughs, breakouts, break-ins, all those, whatever you want, all those things, all the nice things in the kingdom of God, they are all a destination. Pleasure is a destination. Pleasure. You and your wife, pleasure is a destination. And there is a road that takes you to that destination. And that road is the road of pain and suffering. The, 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 the Via Dolorosa. The road of suffering. But people come. And what is a destination they expected at the beginning of the journey? I mean, how can you start from Oyibi here? And I mean, when you enter the car, you expect to see Tema here. How can you enter your car, turn on the ignition, then four boys will push your car. And as soon as the, the, the engine starts, you want to be in Tema. You got to travel, baby. You got to travel, baby. It's a journey. That's why for me, that second point, I can't move from there. He said that whenever you have a vision to build a mega church, that vision will set you on a journey. You will live a certain way. You will walk a certain way. You, 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 you will make certain choices just because of what is in your heart. It's a journey. And we saw the first of the ten journeys was the journey of sacrifice. All suffering can right? Suffering. If you are here, you don't want to suffer. You will see nothing big. Anyone here who is sitting by a persistently small church does not want to pay the price. Yes. Anyone here whose things are small, center is small, but center is small. Nothing you are doing grows. It means that you have removed suffering from the things you are doing. See, suffering is what makes things happen. If, if you remove it, if you remove it, you'll be doing th- See, as I'm preaching, I can give you the microphone. And you, call, you also say the same thing. In fact, because, like, if, if it's Pastor Akins, he speaks very good English. He was a teacher. An English, was, it, was it English? As your wife was in English. Because of marriage. He speaks, no, impeccable, very, very good English. So, whatever I will say, if I give him the microphone, he will say it better. And always, it's true. In meetings, I mean, when I tell him to say something, he says it crisp and clear. (laughs) But you see, the difference between him and I is what we have suffered. 
That is what gives the person's words power. Aha! You can say it, but there's no power behind it because you have not suffered a type of suffering. That's what last week, I went through the ten types of sufferings. I shared with you ten things. I don't want to start. If I start, that's one hour. My time is up already, so I can't go in in any discussion. Listen to the podcast. If you are a leader, expect it may be 20. I just gave you 10. I mean, there may be 20, 15. You can make a list of 60 things. But just the 10 things you be prepared to suffer. If there's no suffering in what you are doing, I'm, I'm very happy that you have come here. I mean, this is not, this is not a place you just pass by. It, I mean, you must want to come. And it's, it, is, it is difficult to come here. It's difficult. It's difficult. <laughs> and today we are closing late. So some of you are likely to walk home. Walk. Every, every step you take towards your house is giving you power in your ministry. I'm telling you. So your English may be bad, but people will follow you. If you tell your members, do this, they'll do it. You see, if there's no suffering in the work you are doing. You see, one one day, there was a guy in town. So very handsome. Very handsome and very tall. Like stone. Stone, stand up. Let the girls see you. Yes. I mean, this is, this, this is a man's, uh, uh, a woman's dream. Yeah. When a woman dreams, the type of man she will see is stone. Not these type of slim machos walking around with nothing to show. So a brother just like this, big and tall. I mean, he felt that he was a macho man. Thank you, Brother Stone. Look, he was sleeping with all the girls. Hey. I mean, when she goes to the girl and says, Hi, baby. Clearing agents. I mean, he was clearing the girls in the area in school, clearing his teachers, female teachers. I mean, mean, it was a man's dream. Then, later, he married. He settled down. And got a beautiful, nice girl to marry. Ah! One year. One and a half years. Two years. Six years. The wife was not Meanwhile, the guy was a conqueror. And he was even conquering his wife. All the conquering he has done in town, he brought it to the wife and by day, by night. But still, still, the wife wasn't getting pregnant. So they went to do a lab test. Of his semen. When they did the lab test, there was no sperm inside. You know, he, he was just producing house cocoa. 
I'm saying something. There was nothing inside. I mean, it's like zero sperms. And you see, the, the, it, it is the sper- and you can't even see sperms with your eyes. You need a microscope, a big one, to see one motile spermatozoon. I mean, you can't tell. When you see, you, you can't tell. You can't tell that this is like that or that. So as he was conquering his wife, not knowing that he was, he, he was not producing sperms. He was only producing other custard or how's uh, that cocoa or what? Um, yogurt. Or what? Starch. Starch. Yes. No, listen very carefully. You, may not, you, you, you see, why? Why? He was producing something, oh, but there is something inside that sperm. If it is not there, nothing will happen. So you are producing, you are conquering, you are producing, but the, what you are producing lacks one element. Something is not inside. So, so, so you are producing, you are preaching, you are sending your members, but there's no suffering inside what you are doing. It will not yield anything. You do outreach, but there's no suffering inside. You are doing a ministry of convenience. So, so, so when you see Brother Albert and Brother Francis, both of them are, they are doing ministry. He's having outreaches. He's doing this. But you see that in one's life, there's no He doesn't even want to wake up and pray. Everyone here should listen to last week's message. Again and again and again. You see that he's preaching from lay people and the ministry. Uh, um, uh, what's the book? What it means to be a shepherd. She's also preaching. It's okay. What, she's also preaching the same book. What it means to be a shepherd. She has the book. He also has the book. But she spent money to buy it. He has gone to borrow one from his friend. Because he doesn't want to spend money to buy the Macarius. So it's like, so they are all teaching, they are all doing ministry, but there is no suffering, there is no loss, there is no sacrifice, there is, there is no dying in his work. So you produce the semen, but there's no sperm inside. And semen without sperms, and semen with sperms, they look alike. alike. I want to beg you, don't run away. Some of the instructions I will give you in this work we are doing is deliberate to make you suffer. Embrace it so that you can have power. I'll take it again. You can preach, you can go on outreach, you can do other things, but you see that you lack something. Some of you, you see, and, and also, turn your Bibles. Kashuta Kayada to Galatians. Hmm. 
I want to show you something. Galatians 3, verse 4. Now, watch it. I'm teaching. Sorry, sorry for spending too much time on one, just one road, one journey. He said, have ye suffered so many things in vain? If it be yet in vain. Now, there are many nuances to this uh, text. But I just want to see, show you something that that, that that phrase suffered so many things. Say, suffered so many things. Suffered so many things. Yeah. The things, mommy, the things to suffer in this work are many. Yeah. The, the things we suffer are plenty. So, so what I may suffer, you may not suffer. Like, okay, I'm a doctor. Look, university alone. And when I say university, I mean university for doctor work, medicine, medical university. Because I've done other universities. Medical university alone, I've done 11 years. Just, just doctor. I'm not going into other things. Other professions. I've got two or three other professions. But doctor alone, I've done 11 years in the university. Yes. Seven plus four. I don't even want to add other things. I'll put it down. I'm a full-time pastor. I was with my friend a few days ago. He's a millionaire. He's a millionaire. My friend were in school together. Millions. Okay. So I have suffered the loss of medical school, doctor, blah, blah, blah. You are not a doctor. So you don't have any 11 years of no nothing to give no nowhere. But in your case, God may ask you to do something. Maybe your own may be to leave that girl or to move to the next town. God may ask you to put everybody will have to pay something. But see, the things we suffer in the ministry are many. Somebody may be doing ministry with, 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 a, with a very terrible... I mean, <clears throat> one day there was, a, there was a miracle service in a church. And I was organizing it. And Bishop was coming for the miracle service. Then one of the pastors came to tell him that he begs me. Pa. One of our pastors said he wants to... If I, I can allow this pastor to just come to that the place was full. You can imagine Bishop is going to a church. It was full. He said, you can allow him because he would like him to pray for his child who is not well. I looked at I said, you know, the place is full. Oh, as whether well, reverend or pastor, I beg you. I beg. I just need, even, even if he doesn't pray for my child, just by being around that in front somewhere, Maybe something from him can enter my child. So I stood there. I said, okay, all right, okay. Let her, let your child come. So I was there organizing. I was singing sound, light, and so on. And I saw this pastor bringing the child. When I saw him, 
I almost fell. The type of human being he was carrying, not doing that. And I've been to his house. To say that child what is inside. So it's not every child you bring out. If you've not seen some before, you, you will laugh. Hmm. They say that when the woman who is naked in town is not your mother, it's, it's funny. If it's, if it's your mother, you won't laugh. Mm-hmm. When I saw the child, I said, is this, the, is this the problem this pastor is using? And I mean, he has and is still doing church. <laughs> I, 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 said, I said, come and sit in front. front. Don't sit on the dead road. I don't have some. I've got three children. The first one is in medical school. Second one is in medical school. Third one is doing civil engineering. I don't have any child who is twisted. I don't have. But I'm also suffering my own. That's why some of you, you, you are a tortured driver, but when you are preaching, you say, well, when I was in medical school, you have, you have not been to medical school. <laughs> Which, which medical school have you been? You are a tortured driver. You are going to soak Bishop's message and you are saying everything. You have not been to medical school. What are you saying when I was in medical school? See, the point I'm making is that whether you are a tortured driver or you are, you are preaching a preaching I don't want to preach today. I've got my own preaching I want to preach to. But I'm saying that everybody I don't have that type of child. But I can tell you that I've also suffered some things he hasn't suffered. Some people are doing ministry with, with bad husbands. Yeah. Some are doing ministry with witches as wives. My wife is not a witch. It's not that I'm standing here to impress you, but the grace of God. Yes, I've been married for 25 years. I won't lie to you. I cannot lie to you. 20, I've ne- we have never raised, I've never raised my voice in my house. There's nobody living or dead who will say he has lived with me and heard us quarreling. I don't. I th- maybe when I was a Chinese in my previous life. <laughs> but not all pastors can say that. So I may have a nice, happy marriage. I'm with my wife. We are very happy. But for another pastor, his suffering is the witch he has gone to marry. Yeah. He doesn't need to go to medical school. He doesn't need to have a child who is twisted. Your, 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 your twisted child is your witch in your house. Everybody will suffer. Hey! I remember when I was ordained. I was ordained. My mother came. We took a picture. We cut a cake. We did everything in this church. Then I got a letter that I, I've been de-ordained. <laughs> I shouldn't use the term reverend again. How? What what have I done? Why? (laughs) Sir, have you been ordained? Were you ordained in this church? Yes, please. Were you de-ordained? Never. So we are two different people. (laughs) But he is also suffering a suffering in his either a pastor or reverend or bishop. I have also not suffered. I'm saying that de your lane inside. When your suffering comes, embrace it. Maybe your own may be money for busing. Your own may be how to gather your members. Your own may be a venue. Suffer! 
Don't force yourself to have a bad marriage. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying, no, don't, don't force yourself to have a bad marriage because uh, 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 pastor's wives are... My, my wife is a pastor's wife. She's not a witch. No, 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 no. We are very happy. She's humble. She, she loves me. I, we are happy in the house. Well, I mean, you know me. If I'm married to a witch, I'll tell you. Oh, you know what I'll tell you. I mean, there's nothing I can't say. I mean, I have a wife. So if your marriage is nice, don't force yourself, don't force to spell the marriage so that you can also say that you are a pastor with a bad marriage. No. Yours may be your child. Yours may be your job. Yours may be your health, your health, your, your ovaries, or your womb, or your breast. But by all means, you will suffer. Because if you don't embrace it, you will produce semen without spells. You will preach. You will sweat. Like I'm sweating. But your church is still finishing. Me, it is when I travel that my church grows. I'm having a good time. You, you are sitting by your basenta. It's finishing. <laughs> may, may you not run away. Yeah. Your suffering will be money to buy Macarius. Because of Macarius, you may need to cut your hair and look like a boy. Cut it. Because of, uh, no, Everybody. Your family, maybe because of the, the weekend, you won't go for some funeral in your family and they will insult you. Bear it! Bear it! Let your cousins laugh at you. It is, it is your, everybody has his cross. Well, I'm sorry for taking you back. But today, I'm going to the second journey. Because if you have a vision to build a mega church, point number two says, it will set you on a what? Journey. Now, the second journey a mega church pastor has to undertake is a journey called shepherding. Shepherding. (laughs) Shepherding, that word is the tool that a mega church pastor uses to gather the people he ministers to. Any pastor who wants to build a mega church must spend time, money, energy, resources to develop shepherding. Hmm. Your shepherding skills. 
see a center which is not growing, you are looking at a center with a center leader who is a carpenter. He is not a shepherd. What causes us to have numbers is our ability to shepherd. Shepherding. Every pastor must believe God to be a good shepherd. Shepherd. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. There cannot be, you cannot gather crowds if you are not a good shepherd. Shepherding must be a very, very big thing to you. Now, now, see, when we say shepherding, like, like I am a shepherd, I mean the subject of shepherding is very important to me. I mean, that word shepherding includes even my spirituality. Shepherding is your spirituality. Your knowledge. How you build yourself. I'm going to say, this man is a shepherd. It means he's a certain type of person. You see, I want to give you two big reasons. Two big reasons why shepherding should be a journey everyone should travel on. The first reason is that shepherding is what is used. You see, the reason why you must walk on that shepherding road is that it's a shepherding you use to gather people. Whether it's a choir, whether it's ashes, whether it's dancers, whether it's a center, whether it's a basanta, once you have got sheep, sheep, you must be a shepherd. You must learn to be a shepherd. You must learn it. If you are not a good shepherd, you will not have many sheep. So, so that is a big one. A big reason why shepherding should be very important is that it is the tool. It's like, like every, every worker has a tool. If it's a seamstress, it's a machine. If it's a carpenter, it's a hammer or nail or, or, or I mean, hammer or saw. Uh, I mean, everybody has a tool. Now, a, a pastor, the tool, the tool he uses to build his work is shepherding. I know I'm, it is a verb, but I'm using it as a noun. For those of you who know the difference between verb and noun. Yeah, shepherding. You need to develop it because if you don't develop it, you see, this, 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 series of meetings we are having is called expect great things great numbers great numbers large numbers we have dealt with the road called sacrifice the next one is that shepherding you must develop it because that is the tool if you don't have that tool if you don't wield the tool called shepherding you will not have people now, the second reason why a pastor must, must travel that road called shepherding is that if shepherding is what is really 
going to be used to gather your members. Then a pastor, a mega church pastor, must be interested in shepherding in the sense that he must learn to raise more shepherds. So the first one is about yourself. That is your two. Then number two is that you must have more shepherds. You see, the size of a mega church is directly proportional to the number of shepherds. If a pastor has four shepherds, he is different from a pastor with 40 shepherds. For instance, for instance, uh, pastor, how many buses came to church on Sunday? I wasn't here. Yesterday, Sunday. 180. 240 something buses. Wow. Plus flaming fire, we must be around 260 buses. 270 buses. Buses. Uh, sprinters, Wakrafiana, or, or, they are all buses. They are buses. 270, Bishop. Yes. 240 something. So, and Flame Fire is 30. So, 270 something buses. So, on last Sunday, we were over 3,000. 3,300, 3,002, 3,003. First love. They had about 500 buses. No, I'm trying to say that the, the reason why the subject, like geography, history, commerce, banking, uh, law, whatever, the subject of shepherding should be of interest to a mega church pastor is that he must raise a lot of shepherds. The more shepherds you have, the bigger the church. Please, we are not talking about holiness. We are talking about mega church. Mega choir. Mega dancing star. So, 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 if you have, if you are the pastor of the dancing stars, for instance, the number of shepherds you can raise in the dancing stars will determine the size. Because one person has a limit to what he can do. We are human beings. David said in Psalms, every man at his best, every man at his best is altogether vanity. That is useless. Every man, your best is useless. That is why we gather people. So a mega church pastor goes on a journey to create more shepherds. So if me in this church with my 250 by leaders, if I can raise more Bacenta leaders, like 100 more by December, 200 more by next week, month. I will also have 6,000 people like First Love. There's no magic anywhere. <laughs> There's no magic. About, well, if I were, when we had 120 buses coming, we were 1,200 or 1,500. Today we have 240. 270 something, something. So I'm not surprised that we are 3,000 plus. I'm not surprised. I would rather be surprised if we were not 3,000. I'm not surprised. I expect it. So when you expect great things, you expect it by 
being interested in shepherding both on your own behalf and also on the behalf of the people who are with you that every pastor must have the ability to raise more shepherds I mean Jesus he began his ministry with 12 disciples (laughs) 12 by Luke 10 there were 70 others so at least we may not know anything but by Luke chapter 10 he had 12 plus 70 not not 12 plus 58 12 plus 70 <laughs> by the time he, were, he had resurrected there were over 500 400 disciples more Your mega center is not becoming a mega center because you are not interested in raising shepherds. The subject of raising shepherds isn't important to you. And you yourself are not developing your shepherdorial instincts. Your shepherding credential. So, listen to me. You will not have anything that is big. (laughs) A small number of shepherds is equal to a small center. A small church, a small choir. Is there not here? How many shepherds do you have in the King's Choir? Regional heads. Twelve regional heads. These are like the pastors. So when you see the King's Choir standing there, there are twelve pastors under here. It's not that is why when we call King's Choir. You don't see 16 girls, four haven't come, two are in their period and didn't come to church. One, his mother has sent him. No. The problem is even where to find space for them to sing on the stage. So they use the steps and they are now coming. Soon, when we call King's Square, they'll be sitting there. And and when we say King's Square, then those here will go to the stage. And those standing there will turn themselves to face the church. Door to door. That's King's Square. If your center has two shepherds, two leaders, two whatever, two basenta leaders, obviously you won't have anything big. So, so tonight I'm, I'm talking about something you must have that makes people become leaders under you. Jesus said, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Follow me, follow me, I mean, at least it means walk. Follow me, me. it's a journey. Oh, it's not a, a journey. Follow me, be behind me, we are going, we are, we are on a journey. So every pastor, every leader must have the ability to walk people on a road. To walk people on a road.
And I believe that you are receiving that ability right now. Five things you must know. Number one. A mega church pastor sees ordinary unserious members as potential leaders or shepherds. A mega church pastor. What makes you two pastors? Pastor Bernard and Pastor Francis. Pastor Bernard is a mega church pastor. Pastor Francis is a pastor of a sickly looking church. What makes Pastor Bernard a mega church pastor is that as for Pastor Bernard, he sees ordinary people. Anybody, any ordinary person is a potential. Potential leader. Potential. That's a mind. You can live for 1,000 years and never see or hear anybody coming to you and say, Pastor, God has called me, use me. Never. No, seriously. I I mean, I've I've not had anyone come to me and say, Oh, uh, um, Revo, I I, I sense a call, use me. No. No. At least in this church, we will not... Allow you to hear the call. We will hear it for you. <laughs> we don't waste time. We will not allow you to hear the call. No. Uh, you waste too much time to hear the call. No, I mean, we, are, we, we want to build it so much that we will not wait for you to hear. We will hear the call for you. Number two. A mega church pastor is ready to embark on that journey. It's a journey that transforms ordinary people into leaders. So not only does he see ordinary people as leaders, but he's ready to embark on that journey. A lot of pastors don't want to walk that road. The road of making ordinary people, that girl, that boy, into a leader is a journey. <laughs> and we have too many problems on our mind, on our, on our own, to, um, to, to bother ourselves going on that journey. But a mega church pastor, huh, in spite of his marriage, in spite of his health, in spite of his problems, ha, huh, he, he, he's, he, he's ready to go on that journey. And it is a journey to make an ordinary member a pastor. I mean, I was very happy last week. When I had a meeting with my new center leaders. And I asked them, how many of you got born again in this church? And I saw their hands up. I said, Pastor Ekins, God must bless him with a special blessing I cannot pronounce here in the microphone. You won't, you, look, I said, you can live for a thousand years and you hear anybody, oh, uh, uh, Rev, I'm here, use me. No. We are rather making the people. So when a person comes to stand here to be born again, to receive Christ, you are looking at a potential shepherd right there. That's, that's the eye. You see, the eye, you see there, are some, there are some men, any girl they see is a potential fornicant. No, no, seriously. There are men like that. Any girl he sees, like, I see this girl, I must sleep with her. I see this girl, I must sleep with her. This is fat. This is slim. This is fair. 
This one has hair. I mean, I would like to have sex with a girl with long hair to know how it feels like. So this is one of them. I would like to have sex with a girl with curly hair. It's like any girl he sees is a potential fornicant. Now, there is also another man who when he sees a girl, he has seen a pastor. Receive those eyes. Those are the eyes Bishop has. So when he saw me, you don't know medical school. Do you know, do you know what it takes to be in a medical school? As a, a pastor, if he sees a final year goodness, a radib, final year medical student, he'll give him a front seat. I mean, he's going to be a doctor. The tide will come. He'll be going to America. He'll be going for conferences. I mean, there's money. But Bishop did not see no potential, no money, no dollar. But as soon as he saw me as a student, he said, I've seen a pastor right there. May the Lord open your eyes to see people not as objects of fornication, not as objects of money, not as objects of pleasures, but may you see people, when you see people, may you size them up. Can this guy be a shepherd? And this guy be a shepherd. That's the, that is the eyes of a mega church pastor. He sees people as potential leaders and he's also ready to take them on that journey. Number three. A mega church pastor understands that the ultimate establishment of the believers under his care will happen when they become shepherds. I won't repeat. It's up to you. A mega church pastor understands that the ultimate establishment of the members under his care will happen when they become shepherds. When they become shepherds. Until a person becomes a shepherd, you cannot be sure of that person. You don't have a member. That's why I, I am amazed that a zonal leader, a regional head, will sit down and watch members who are not engaged. They're not members. The members who are leaders, they are the people who are the real Christians. I mean, can you imagine that next week, or coming Sunday, there's a problem, something is going to happen, some rainfalls or something. At least... You who are shepherds there, I know that you come to church. Even if someone will not come, at least I see a few people, you don't even look normal. But the rest of you, I know you come to church. So I'm saying that if, 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 if this OEB church is just, is just shepherds and pastors, it's already a mega church. <laughs> I already have a big church. So people, listen to me. People are not established until they begin to play the role of shepherds. You cannot be sure of a member. He's a baby Christian. Hebrews 5.12 says that until the person is teaching, the person is a baby. And a baby Christian, you, can, you, you, cannot, you can't even plan with a baby Christian. 
You can't plan. You can't make arrangements. You can't, you can't project. You can, but I can project with you. I mean, I mean, if I'm having a meeting, I can project with Akene. I can project with uh, Bishop Solo. I can project with, with uh, uh, Osam. I can project with, uh, uh, is it Messi? Uh, what, what's his name? Michael. Michael. I can project with Michael. I mean, if nobody comes, I know that Michael will come. So I'm saying that, please, um, this meeting is not about holiness. It's not about tight payment. It's all about great things. Yeah, it's mega church building. And I'm saying that a mega church builder, eh, a mega church builder, he knows that when people become shepherds, that is when he can say he has got members. So when you have got a center with members who just sit on buses and come to church and it doesn't occur to you to make them into shepherds, you are not, you, you are not anointed to be a mega church pastor. You're not anointed. People are sitting in your church, you preach to them, you minister, you are preaching about anything, any subject, but it doesn't occur to you to make Mary a shepherd. I mean, how, how do you think I'm still in this church after 30 years? 30 years I'm still in the church. Something has anchored me. I'm talking about a road called shepherding. It should be on your mind. No, don't allow people to just be around. Number four. A mega church pastor understands that one of the major ways to close the back door of a church is to convert members from numbers to leaders. A mega church pastor knows that one of the major ways to close the back door, every church has a front door and a back door. The members come in through the front door and they walk out through the back door. And I'm every a mega church pastor knows that a way to close the back door is to convert, say convert, to convert, to convert, to convert members from what? Numbers. A lot of our members are mere numbers. Abba. How can they? I'm not a number in this church. And I thank God for a pastor whose shepherding and whose pastoring moved me from a number to a leader. Look, seriously, look. A front door, like this church. This, this is the front door. They come through all these doors. But there is also a back door. The back door is not physical. It's not like another, a, a door with two leaves. But there's, a, there's another imaginary door that they go through. I mean, think about it. If everybody who walked through these doors stayed in the church, oh, please. I expect that there will be a looter in the church that I, 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 I've, I've misused church funds. I would like to come to church and see people with placards that, like my name is Neniza, like a, a bishop of the Lighthouse Church in OEB has misused church funds to build a 60 by a small church. 
He is taking the members' offerings and has used it to build a 60 by 30. When he should have built a 200 by 120. But so far, there's no aluta. Rather, we are calling beggars and, and all that things to come and fail. One of the ways to close the back door is to convert members from numbers to leaders. Don't let your members be people you just count on a bus. People you just count on the stage. People you just count in the service. Move your members from numbers to leaders. Number five. Thank you, Jesus. A mega church pastor understands that he must be a type of field. That transforms little unimportant seeds into mighty trees. He understands that he himself, that he, that you the pastor, you this girl, you this boy, you must be the type of field that converts little unimportant seeds into mighty trees. So, he spends time to develop himself. I pray for that seed that will come and fall on you. I pity that member who will get born again in your region. He should have gotten born again in somebody's region. I pity that sister who got born again in your zone. I pity that brother who darkened your center with his shadow. If he had, been, if he had entered another person's center service, he would have fallen on a proper soil. giving you no verse. You yourself go and find a verse. So, to, I want to read to you one of the ways to develop your field. One of the things you, everybody must use. How many of you are going to convert unimportant seeds into trees? Unimportant seeds into trees. Ordinary members that he's, 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 he's preaching. Ordinary members, his pastoring, may converts under you become shepherds. No, see, see, I'm talking about a road called shepherding, a journey, a journey called shepherding, where on that journey you develop yourself because you must be a type of person. You see, even even in our church, we have 14 regions. You see the differences. It's clear. I wish we had. I, I, I prepared the service properly. We would have put up here the Strong Christian Academy scholarship for this week. You see zones or regions where nobody was retained. People got born again. But the following week, nobody was in the church. It's, it's a, I, I, I I don't think that you are prepared for any embarrassment, so I don't want to take you through. I'm just saying that it's like it's, it's like it's like where you were born. And one day I was I was at an airport. 
they were harassing me. I think it's in France. Being harassed about three, four years ago. I was going somewhere and I passed through France, Paris. Oh, I mean, I was detained for about 30 minutes. This question, and as I sat in the room, I said, I was, I said but my mother cried, why, 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 why? When, when other mothers were dropping their children in England, why did she drop me in Ghana? Why? What type of mother is this? And at that time also, you, you didn't need to take a visa to London. No. Just buy plane tickets. You just sit on Ghana Airways. In the 50s, I don't know, uh, 60s, I don't know whether that was Ghana Airways. Uh, Grandma, did we have Ghana Airways in the 60s? That was Ghana Airways. Uh, she was roaming the whole world, so she knew how to fly. She was going there. My mother was a local girl. She, she, she could have, oh, just, just plane ticket. Plane ticket, just plane ticket, come to Accra, sit on a plane. And as soon as you go to London, you squat, even at the airport, you squat. <laughs> Citizen. She didn't go anywhere. Efianquanta. <laughs> Abba! All my struggles in life is why I was born. Oh. And some of you, you are like that. I mean, why, why? Why, why a soul got born again? <laughs> so when we were in school, in France, in life, I had classmates, vacations, go to London, go to London, they come. Then when, when, as they are going to London, I was going to Apam. <laughs> London, they go and come. <laughs> America, mates. And they are not better human beings than me. Where their mother dropped them. I'll call my mother tonight. I'll say, why, 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 why harm me? And some of you are like that. Anybody who gets born again under you is cursed. You would never remain in the church. Sometimes I wish I, I, would, I would be able to clone Pastor Akins into 14 different Pastor Akinses. Yeah, to be in every region, to just take care. If you get born again and you, are, you, you meet this man, your destiny is assured. But not that one. Now, one of the things that must be big on your journey to develop shepherding skills is called interactions. 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 Please turn the meaning of interactions for me. Interactions. It's a ve- it, look, this book transform your pastoral ministry. This is the book that makes people into big time pastors. And it has four keys. P-V-C-I. This book, Transform Your Pastoral. I mean, everybody should have one. It has four sections. P. V. 
C and I. Say with me, P, V, C, I. Yes. P is for prayer. I mean, the things to do to transform your church, your center. You must pray. Number two, you must visit. You must visit. Number three, you must teach. And number four, you must interact. Interactions. Interactions. Now, among these four things, the most important of them, unfortunately, is the last one. Yes, which I wish was number one, was IPVC. Or ICVP. Because without interacting with people, you won't even know how to pray. I mean, prayer, I mean, the, the prayer of a pastor will depend on what you know about Mary, about Cecilia, about Susan, about Francis. If, if you don't interact with people, you'll be like the, an African president who is not in touch with the people he's leading. He's high in the sky. <laughs> the people under him will never take him on a road. I mean, our, our, our president must not use dispatch riders. They must sit in traffic and know how to, how to sensibly manage roads. But I don't blame them. Yeah, they have never, there's no stop. You won't stop. Of course, if I was to the president, I won't stop. <laughs> yes. No matter how, t- in fact, if that traffic is very, t- they just move to the other, la- other lane. They just move to the other lane. They don't interact with the road. If it's far, they take a helicopter. If it's raining, they won't go. Yes. No, we went to uh, Basa. Basa to have a crusade. The road, I'll show you the documentary one of these days. The road is like a movie, like some Indiana Jones movie. Indiana Jones. We crossed it. We crossed rivers and forests to go and have the crusade. Somebody, whether the president or the MP or somebody was coming to the same place at the the same time. When they went and they met the river, they returned. They sent a message that they will come another time. They didn't go. (laughs) So clearly, when there's money for road, they they don't even know how the road is. Enough of those people. You also, you also, the reason why you don't pray for your members is that you don't interact. You don't even know the problems. And when you are praying, your prayer is just hovering, like a hovercraft. Your prayer doesn't meet their needs. Because you don't, you, you don't sit with Francis to know his real problems. If you don't interact with people, you won't visit. You won't know who to visit. So there are some of you, you only visit the members where when you go, you get banku to eat. Or you get fufu, or the member who will give you some envelope, who will give somebody, someone who buys fuel for you, or who will give you something. It's, it's like, but, but, but the, the rest of them, because you don't even know them. 
I had a meeting with, with some dancing stars. I had a, uh, 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 we are going to start uh, melodrama. So I got a list of uh, some good dancers to, to, uh, Nina, to train. We were just five or six. And we were just, we were just sitting there having a meeting. And the, and the chairs were dusty. You see, I'm talking about just try to be, mix with the people. Be with them. So you will know there are real problems. The, two boys and three girls. And the chairs were dusty. So the boys were trying to clean. They didn't have anything. Then they asked the girls for tissue to clean the, 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 the chairs. They were asked, I don't have. So I don't have. I don't have. And I was, I was standing there watching them. So as soon as they said I don't have, I asked the boys, please excuse me. Please excuse me. Go out. So I, I called the girls, sit down. Sit, sit on the dirty chairs, sit down. So I said, where's, where's your tissue? Where's your tissue? We, we, we were, I was interacting with them. I was with them. So I asked them that. So when you go and urinate like that, When you finish urinating, how will you clean yourself? Oh, you don't you seem to understand the English. I'm... And there are girls here who don't have tissue paper. So they'll finish. But when they finish, then they'll come and greet you. Oh, Bishop, how are you doing? Bishop. I shouldn't say it eh, because not because we are in church, we are embarrassed. <laughs> Beautiful girls. But they don't know. You see, you see, you can say clearly, they are dirty girls. Yeah, if you marry her, she comes to your house. Yeah. And as we were talking, and I, I had a reason to meet them. I was going to meet, I was going to have dancers, melodrama. But I, I didn't even bring it up. And I said, your name, where you stay, and so on. But the four, there's four girls. I mean, very nice girls, frontliners. One of them lives in a kiosk. Kiosk as in kiosk. She, she, she's the prettiest among them. I said, what did you say? I, I just, what, why? Is it chaos? Yes, yes, chaos. I said, you mean, so you are alone? So tonight? So, so why are your parents? So my parents are at Medina. And why are you? I'm in that area. And so, so tonight, when you go, why, why are you going to sleep? In a kiosk. I called my wife immediately. I said, no. I, I, I mean, I can't. I, I don't know how to. No, no, no. Unless there's no. I mean, I, I, I can't. I want to do something for this person. The pastor in me cannot sit down. So I called the pastor. Hey, hey, pastor. I said, Are you aware that there's somebody in your group who's listening to kiosk? Is, is, is there an empty bed in your church, in your, in your house? You see, when you don't interact with people, eh, you won't even know where they are coming from. Me, I know where you're coming from. That's why I'm saying that tonight you will walk home. Isn't that? It? You think I don't know where you stay? I don't know. 
I want you to, I, I want to add spams. I want to pour spams into your semen. Yes. So when you ejaculate, you can cause, cause pregnancy. Yes. But it's not because I don't know that you don't have a car. You are a student. You, you, I have worked before. I was married. We had a daughter. We will carry her from Tema. We will stand by the roadside. Oh, what are you talking about? You think I just arrived there in a car, in a four-wheel drive? No. No, 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 no. That one's a destination. There's a road to the, to the, to the four-wheel drive. There's a road to the car. Tonight, you're poor. 1 a.m. Sharp. But, 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 but you see, I'm saying that I'm, I'm not unaware of where you stay. I'm not unaware. One day, I think I've told this story before, but allow me to, say, to, to tell the story. When I enter, Tuesday service is just like this. Please sit down. We are closing. <laughs> it's not yet one. Oh, okay. I, so I was, we had closed church and I was sitting down with uh, some people counseling. And a lady, she's in the church, she just walked to me. Rev, I'm leaving the church. I'm leaving. She was crying. It was, it, I, I couldn't believe it. We had a very beautiful service. Nice time. So, how? Why? What's wrong? Is it not Mr. this one, Mr. Hagen or Mr. My shepherd. So what has he done? Has he insulted you? I said, no. I was sitting in Mr. Osei's car. I was waiting for Mr. Osei to come. I was sitting on the front seat. He came to me and said, I like that too much. Too much. <laughs> I, should, I should get down. Opesa, you like that too much. Opesa, you like that too much. Opesa. I said, oh, why? Said, Don't you know he's married? Why are you always with him in his car on Tuesdays? Ah, what are you saying? I always go home with this man and his wife. Always. Today, his wife didn't come to church. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm going. With. He's just having a meeting. I'm waiting to go home with him. Get down, get down, get down. You like that too much. Open, sir. I mean, she couldn't believe it. His shepherd made her get down from Mr. Seth's car. So he has to get the shepherd. Uh, so how will I go? Say, go to the go to the junction and pick a car. You like that too much, Opesad. <laughs> so she came to me. Said she's leaving the church. I said nonsense. Sit down there. I'm having a meeting. I will take you to your house myself. <laughs> As I then touch a bread of life. I finished my meetings. I was sitting there making calls. Mr. Osei also left. I finished around 11.30, And we started. Say Jenny. Those days I forgot where I was staying. But we moved. We, we got to Mante Farms and we managed to the left. Dodoa Road. I bought a brand.
brand new car, TW Passat. I remember, brand new. Brand new rubber, new brand new. Tear rubber. It's called new brand new. Because there's old brand new. And there's brand new second hand girl. And there's new brand new. My own was new brand new. Hey! We went! We're going towards Sobenga. Tuesday evening, oh, the girl was in church. Past Agomeda. Then we got to a junction. I was with her alone. I thought we were going to Ashiye Fulani. <laughs> we got to a junction. She said, I should turn right. So I turned. I knew that Charlie we have ended. In the bush. I feel like crying. I'll ask her, where is it? Said, Keep going. <laughs> you see, if the shepherd had ever gone to visit this member, he would rather charter a taxi for her to go home. But he didn't know. I'm talking about interactions. Be near the people. Be bonding. Be close to them. That is how to have people to love you, to serve you, and to die for you. I will never forget the story. By the time I got home, something under my... No, see, cars, there are different types of cars. There's Korean cars, Japanese cars, British cars, American cars. But car, dear, and one in Jamai. That's what I want to say, a car. A car. It's not Japan. Car, dear, Jamai. My German car, brand new, at the under. From that day, that car was never the same again. <laughs> so today, when you see me, my new, brand new Toyota Land Cruiser Prado, I've suffered something. So at a point, I was going to call myself, say, if you can also come and take over the girl. <laughs> I called him, I wasn't answering. He was very happy. He was very, very happy. So the point I'm making is that draw closer to your members. Yes. Don't just be a giraffe shepherd. Don't just be a, a, an African leader. Don't just be a prime minister. Don't, don't be, be, see, that is how to have Mark chapter 3 verse 14. Mark chapter 3 verse 14. We are talking about um, the journey, how to have a mega church. You can't have it by being distant from people. You can't have it by being remotely related. You have it by mixing, bonding, getting close, interacting, being with them. And he ordained Tref. He ordained Tref. Ordained, that word ordained means chosen for an assignment. Like set, separated and set apart, ordained. It's like sanctified, like set apart. So, say, he selected the twelve and chose them 
to be disciples and apostles. So he said, he ordained 12. And look at the next sentence. That they should be with him. And that he might send them. You don't just select people and send them. You select people and bond with them. You bond before you send. You bond before you send. He, she chose the twelve. That I'm going to use these guys as shepherds. What should I do next? Should I send them to go and do a, a, a outreach? No! He selected them. And the reason, the first reason was that they should be with him. Learn it. Learn to have people to be with you. Learn to be with people. Learn to call people. Learn to spend time with people. PDCI, for me, 80% of PDCI is interaction. I can interact with you in a way. I I, I won't even need to pray with you. Or to pray for you. Yeah. Because I, I, am, I, I am even a God to you. I myself am a God to you. When we start teaching PVCI, we start with P, then we go to V, and we go to C. By the time we get to I, we are tired. We just say three things and then we go. But the main thing, the, if a pastor has a tool, Honestly, me, if I'm, if I'm to select these four, I will choose. Inter- you know, I was in France. I was, I was in France with Bishop some time ago. And the pastor who met us, our last pastor, was telling us about one, one mega church pastor who is coming. We're going to forgive thyself holy. Which country, uh, which city is this? The city with the, uh, Toulouse, where they made the aircraft. Yes, Toulouse. He said, there's a pastor in this city, Toulouse. He had about 3,000 members. And another pastor came to the city. Within weeks, his 3,000 members had left him. So the pastor was talking about the members being disloyal. The, I, mean, the, the, I mean, these members are treacherous, don't love the pastor. And I said, no, I, 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 I beg to differ. I mean, a pastor who can lose. See, recently, when we started the regions, one Sunday we had a meeting. And I've been around for, for a while. But I heard something I had never heard before. One of my regional heads said that that day, that Sunday, three of his leaders had gone on strike or aluta or some... What's the word he wanted to resign from aluta. I mean, just this two-by-four work we are doing, you know. Three shepherds had gone on aluta. And I said, ah, aluta? Or want to resign? How? You see, it is a sign. That you have not bonded with the people. A lot of the problems we have in the church. Members we bus to church who don't stay in the service and are the car park eating or mutuo. They are only numbers. That they, are not, you have not, they have not been converted from numbers to leaders. The key to turning a person from a number to a leader. It's not prayer. Jesus met a woman, a normal everyday woman, carrying a pot to go and fetch water to wash her clothes, to cook food for her family, to do a normal, normal, everyday normal person. 
Jesus sat by the well with her. There was no prayer. There were no scriptures. He just interacted with her. Just chatting, chatting. By the time the conversation was over, my Bible says the woman left her water pot and went to the city to evangelize. Ah, He didn't even send her. He didn't say to her, go and preach. The men you have been sleeping with, go and bring them. It was automatic. That's why tonight, I want to read a little to you. Interaction is an important part of ministry. Interaction. Listen. As we close. Interaction is an important part of ministry. Where the pastor makes personal contact with the people. Personal contact with the people. And establishes an important connection between himself and the congregation. The connection between a pastor and his members is not done from the pulpits. You don't connect with your members from your lectern. You don't connect with your members from your teaching Bible. You don't connect with your members from the, from the stage. You connect with your members through personal interactions. He, in, he engages in informal discussions. Informal. Like Christ. It was an informal discussion he had with her. By the time he finished, the woman had become an evangelist. May every member who comes into contact with you be transformed. He establishes personal relationships with all sorts of people. All sorts of people. Not the rich, not the poor, not the women. Not the men, all sorts of people. May you live here with this tool in your hand. Let me tell you, if you have interaction, if you live here, don't even bother to pray. I said, don't bother to pray. Just go and spend time with your members. Nobody will tell you to pray. You yourself will pray for them. A lot of the needs of our members that they are praying about, that they are sowing seeds for, you can solve them. You can solve them. But you don't even know that you, you don't even know their problems. As a pastor, as a zonal leader, you know enough people to connect with. I went to somebody's house last week. Last week. Was it Tuesday? Just a week or so, like today. I think I told you. He has no beloved. A grown-up man with swollen testicles. He can't find a wife, a girl in the church. He can't choose one. As I sat with him and said, oh, are you married, not married? What's the, what? I took my phone. I called somebody and said, marry this girl. The girl, hey, marry him. Was there a prayer? 
I didn't even say let's close our eyes. Holy Spirit, speak. Holy Spirit. Look, a lot of the things we pray about, eh, the answer, <laughs> the things you are praying for, eh, the answer is with somebody. May that person be drawn to you. Some of you, is that person you have quarreled with? Is that person you have insulted? But I pray that the people who have the answers to your problems arrive at your door. Receive it now. And so you also as a shepherd, you also as a leader, when you visit a member, you, are, you, are, you, 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 you bond with all kinds of people to meet needs. Interaction is a key outside the pulpit ministry. Ask me about do you have outside the pulpit ministry? Yeah. There's a ministry called outside the pulpit or outside the church or outside the church service. May everybody here have an outside the church service ministry. May everybody here have an outside the outside the hall ministry. Receive that is what will give. Now, 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 if you are here and you are into holiness, please leave. This service is not about holiness. It's about what? At the mega church. Interaction is a key outside the pulpit ministry that must be fully developed in order to achieve church growth. Reasons why interaction is important. Number one, interaction makes people stay in the church. I'm reading from this book. Transform your pastoral ministry. I'm reading in English. Interaction makes people stay in the church. If you want people to stay in your center, interact. Spend time with them outside the center service. Outside the zonal service. Outside the pulpits. Dear pastor, do not forget this. People may join the church for various reasons. However, people stay in the church. Because of the people they know and the friends they make. This is what I call church cement. Interaction is called church cement. If you want your church to grow, interact with the members and encourage them to interact with one another. It's a church cement. Number two, interaction makes people feel important. Can you imagine everybody? In the town, seeing the woman with Jesus, sitting with her. I mean, it's like she's not an important person. When she gets up, she will forget her personal problems and go to solve the problems of Christ. There are people who forget their personal problems they have and they meet my needs as if my needs are their needs. <laughs> you think the regional heads don't have problems? You think the zonal leaders don't have problems? You think the center leaders don't have problems? But there is, there is, you may not know it when we are here, but I can tell you personal interactions I've, 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 I've done with them. I've interacted with them. Interaction makes people feel important. Every soul is important. In fact, every hair on the head of every soul is important. When the Lord told us that he was numbering the hairs on our heads, he was telling us that we are very important to him. It is important for people to feel that they are important. Write it down. It is important for people to feel that they are important. 
You are looking for shepherds. You don't care about them. You don't, you don't mind them. And on Sunday, you take a bus that they should join the bus. Are you a torture driver? Wicked man. It is important for people to feel that they are important. Personal interaction is the key to making people feel very important. When you sit with somebody, can you imagine, some of you, when you visit your church member, when they see you, they will collapse. Some of you must do visitation with ambulance. Yeah, because when your members see you, they, they will fall down. My shepherd has come to my house. Why Pastor. Interaction makes people feel that they are not just a number or a statistic. You see, some of you think people are fools, though. They will show you that you are the fool. That's why you will spend a lot of money. You will do BBIG, generate an income for Basin. You will get money to pay for a bus, but they will sit on it. Yeah. You spend 100 cities on a bus from Medina to, 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 to OEB with only six people. When the bus can take 20, they are, they, they are trying to show you that you are the fool. Of course, you must be a fool to spend hundreds of cities on a bus only for half of the bus to be empty. You are a fool. When that hundred cities could have actually failed the bus. Oh, you don't understand me. You don't understand me. When the bus is half filled, does the church driver charge half? When, when there are only two people on the bus, does he say, oh, there are only two, so I, I, I'm charging uh, 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 whatever. So why, why will you not fill a bus except that you are a fool? And the reason why you are a fool is that you think your members are fools. What you don't know is that you are the fool. Jesus said, that he had not lost any of the sheep the father had given him. Everyone is important to God. Not even one person must be lost. No one is just a number. No one must be treated as a mere statistic. That's why you, if you remember, I gave you a bus, gathering bus plan. Starting from Monday. The people to call, people to visit, the things to do. So when you take your bus there on Sunday morning, they have already been loved. Number four. Interaction makes people feel that they are not objects being used to make the pastor famous. Yes. See, Proverbs 14, 28 says, In the multitude of people is the king's honor. When there's a crowd, look, wherever I go, everywhere I go, you hear them say, Oh, go, oh, go. Bishop, oh, go. Bishop, oh, go. Bishop, oh, go. Bishop, oh, beat him. Oh, beat him. Oh, beat him. Oh, beat him. I'm very popular. Not because I'm a short man. Or I'm a tall man. Not because I'm a doctor. The size. One pastor sent me a text. He said, his aim in life is that his church, when you take a picture of his church, it should look exactly like the picture of my church. Bishops have council meetings with pictures of my service on Sundays. <laughs> I'm honored. Why? 
because my head is big. Because I am overseeing a multitude of people. Now, what's this? Sometimes the people feel that they are being used to make the pastor famous. <laughs> Personal interactions will prevent church members from thinking that way. Yes. Especially as they are on Facebook and they can see Swollen Sunday, Swollen Sunday, Swollen Sunday, Swollen Sunday. As when they come and call, they say, you, you want to use me to take pictures, eh? You are using me to take pictures. <laughs> you don't care about me. You don't care about me. Have you called me this week? Have you sent me a text? Then on Sunday morning, you bring a buzz that we are doing great invitation. I was going to say something. I just saw a cross, so I can't, speak, I can't say it. Interaction is important because personal contact changes wrong impressions. The queen of Sheba had the wrong impression about who Solomon was. However, after having a personal interaction with him, she changed her mind. She was so impressed with with King Solomon. She said, you are better and greater than I thought you were. This is what she said in 2 Chronicles 9, verse 5. 2 Chronicles 9. That's fine. He said, and she said to the king, it was a true report which I heard in my own land of thine acts and of thy wisdom. Verse 6. Watch it. Say, how be it? I believed not their words. That it's like, as she was coming to that place, she, 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 she had been told that Solomon was wise. He was a rich man. She believed not. Her mind about Solomon was the opposite. But when she went and interacted with Solomon, that's what she got to know. She got to know. I was, I was having a... I, 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 I don't know, was it Adenta here? Recently, recently. One of the Flaming Fire girls. I was talking with her, chatting... We're on a staircase, and she stopped. Little girl, she, I, I, was, I, I, was, I was shocked at the words which came from the girl's mouth. Less than 20 years. She said, Bishop, I didn't know you were such a nice man. I said, I said why? <laughs> so, I, I've been afraid of you all the time. I said, why are you afraid of me? The way you preach. When you are preaching, I'm afraid. I said, foolish girl, turn, turn and go. Let's go to the office. You're afraid of what? Am I a lion? Yeah, but you see, I'm saying that. When you, people from afar, I always tell people that. You can't, don't judge me by the way I preach. You'll get a totally wrong impression. But, but you see, even when you see the way I preach, look at the crowds I'm preaching to. It should tell you something that. It's, yeah, it's just one day, a girl, I can see her. On Saturday morning, she was washing at home and was playing my podcast loud. And her mother came to her. Ablavi. 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 Yes, ma. What is this? Do people 
come to this church, Cho! The, her daughter said, Mommy, you come and see. It's true. When you listen, honestly, I don't, I don't know why people listen to my messages. I'm the last pastor anybody should be interested in listening to. I don't know why anybody in his right mind would want to listen to me on a, on a, on a podcast. As if I'm angry with my wife. But when you get close, some of you don't know that. You think I'm the only one my members fear. You to your members, they fear you. <laughs> yeah, you, you won't believe it. You, Lorraine, they fear you. When they see you, hey, is this a headmistress or a prison warden? They fear you. Pastor Kings, when they see, I mean, a man without hair. Wow! May interactions change the impressions. Receive a good impression from your members. Tell the people, draw near your members. They need you. Some of you, your members don't even want to become shepherds under you because they fear you. I mean, if, if being ordinary members cry, they are afraid of you. How much more shepherds? But when you visit them, you show love. You pray with them. You ask them. No. When you are leaving, say, oh, pastor, I'm very sorry. Ah, I saw a text message. I put a text a, a message on one of the pages. Somebody was apologizing to a pastor for, 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 for what? Uh, for not responding well. Was it not after an interaction or after some... After, what was the... Ignoring my message on the, on the page. And the, the pastor's own messages also. It's not only me. See, sometimes you think I'm the only one there. <laughs> no, you can, you can go back to the, to the page and check the message. He said, I'm sorry for ignoring Bishop's message and your message. It's not just me. So you think I'm the only devil. You too, you are a witch in their eyes. But when you go close, may you receive the anointing for interaction. Anointing, receive that anointing. And the Lord wants me to say again, a lot of the problems of your members, you can meet them. You can solve them. Some need just a word of advice. And you have it. But they are in their house fasting and praying. <laughs> One pastor met another pastor in, in, at an airport. He had grown lean. Lean. And he, oh, Opo man, what, what? do you have cancer? Do you have HIV? He said, oh, no, no, I'm fine. Oh, I'm fasting. Uh, uh, what, what cancer? He said, I'm fasting about what? He said, my members are breaking the church. They break away. They are spoiling the church. Is that why you are, you are fasting? He said, I know a friend. He has the medicine you need. It's not prayer. Stop it. Zizi. May your members stop praying certain prayers. Look, you may not be rich. You may not have money. You don't have a car. But there's a wisdom key you can give your members. Go to them. Sit with them. Be friends with them. Number six, interaction is important because personal contact helps people to become more committed. Personal contact helps people to become more committed. 
So perhaps you have tried to get certain people committed to your church by preaching hard. Somebody sent me a text yesterday. I was in America yesterday and I, I saw somebody, one of you, he's doing something with jollof. He's, he's cooking jollof. That person should get up right now. I don't know who that person is. Jollof? You don't know what Nana Brago and I have done at, at Bread of Life? You are now cooking jollof? I, mean, I couldn't believe what I was reading. My grandmother would say, my grandmother would say, jollof. <laughs> you are cooking jollof to have members? Oh, then it means that you don't really believe me. You don't really believe me. Cook it. <laughs> Cook it. Add wache and add talia. Yes, and add zomi. Amada. Add it. Add, add, add. add. Uh, there's a water seller at Medina. She has some special fish eyes to you. The eyes of the fish. You see, they are, they are inside the stew. interaction with them, with your members may be the key that will turn them into committed members. When Jesus interacted with Nathaniel on the beach, it resulted in a life commitment. Notice Jesus' personal interaction with Nathaniel and how it made him a committed disciple. John 1 47. John 1 47. Jesus saw Nathaniel coming to him and said of him, Behold an Israel an Israelite, indeed, in whom is no guile. Nathanael said unto him, Whence knowest thou me? Jesus answered and said to him, Before that Philip called thee, when thou was under the fig tree, I saw thee. Nathanael answered and said unto him, Rabbi, thou art the Son of God. Thou art the King of Israel. May your members know who you really are. As you bond with them, as you sit with them, without bonding, without being close, everybody here must have a notebook where you have an interactions list. Don't come to church and go home on Sunday without talking to three people. Even tonight, tonight, as we are closing at 1 a.m., as we are closing, be able to talk to somebody at 5 past 1. Look, I'm saying that the ingredient, what? You are painting your, your, your baby to cry, so I stopped the beating. You can even cut the hand. <laughs> you are painting your baby to cry so that I will stop preaching. <laughs> you chose the wrong method. <laughs> May the ordinary members in your basenta be converted from numbers to leaders. Nathaniel became a disciple, one touch. One touch, say one touch. One touch. A woman fetching water. Because all the people Jesus Christ had as disciples, he interacted with them. I beg you, if you heard nothing today, go home with this. If you think people are fools, you'll be surprised that you 
阿德夫。Interaction is important because Jesus interacted. That's all. We can learn best about ministry by following Jesus. I said, everybody, if it's an iPad, have a page with dates. Have an Excel sheet. I'm commanding you. Have an Excel sheet. Interactions Excel sheets. Interactions that lead to stabilization. Interactions that lead to shepherding. Interactions that make people into pastors. Interact. How do you interact with people? Number one. Make a conscious decision to interact with people you do not know. And you can't tell me, but centrally, that, that you know everybody well. Interact with people you do not know. Or interact with people to know them better. I mean, this evening, I sat with somebody, one of our members, Interacting with him. I mean, I've come to know he's one of the sweetest guys. But when you see him from afar, you may think he's, a, he's, a, he's an armed robber. I'm serious. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I've interacted with him. I've told him how to dress. I said, I'm going to find him a beloved. We are going to look for a job. I mean, just how many? 20 minutes. 20 minutes of a chat. If all I came to do tonight was to even meet that member, it's worth it. I've got one solid member more to what I have. Number two, decide to do deep sea fishing. All pastors and leaders must be involved in talking to total strangers after church. Let's say it once again. One go. One goal, all pastors and leaders must be involved in talking to total strangers after each service. One goal, all pastors and leaders must be involved in talking to total strangers after each, say each and every service. Say, are you married? You're not married at this age. If you were interacting, you'd have had three girls to even if your your confusion would be which of the girls to choose. You have, you'd have even gone to ask somebody's wife. Listen, now the key is that no meeting should end for you if you have not interacted. Saying the grace is not the end of a meeting for a leader. Whether it's a center service, bus center, bus to church, make sure if by the time you finish, you know everyone, now go to the next level, deeper. You can know people at all types of levels. Number three, show a genuine interest in people who come to church. Genuine interest, not numerical interest. Some of you even count and add some. 
I mean, it's like your ministry is just numbers. Do not look like an official of the church who is just doing a duty. Do away with fake smiles and decide to be genuinely interested. Ask your neighbor, do you, do you have any interest in your members? Ask her. What does he say? So, so ask the person, so, so ask her. So why don't you talk to them? Ask her to show you her interactions list. Show me, show me. Ask her to show you the interactions list. The list she has. Ask her. From today, if I see you now, where's your list? Can I see your list? Can I, are you a shepherd? Can I see your list? If there's no, I'll slap you. Number four. Have a friendly smile. When I was coming, my flight was 10 hours. And my airline, the airline, the, 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 the airline I took, is known for rude air hostesses. Rude. They've won awards for the past 10 years. Rude old ladies. So on this flight, like when I was coming, there were two. I saw elderly, not old, not even elderly. I mean, 40s. And one was always smiling, talking to the people, smiling. She, was, she wanted some, someone to leave the plane early when we land. She would talk to everyone. Please, there's a man there. And I smile. I, smile. I, I sat there looking at her. And I saw her. It's, it's like, it's, it's like, it's like she, she had drunk quinine, quinine tonic. I mean, her, her face was crumpled like a kitchen fall. And some of you, that is how your face is. So, so, as I sat there, do you know kitchen foil? As I sat there, I just, I just said, mm, okay, let me just, I mean, I, I said, let me just do this uh, test and see. I'll look at their hands and see who is married. You can imagine. The one with the crumpled face. She was wearing gloves. <laughs> no, 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 nothing. And the one who was smiling, diamond eyes. No member wants to come near a prison warden. Ask are you a prison warden? Are you a shepherd? I mean, are you a policewoman? Are you a military police? Are you a headmistress? As the nearest man, are you a headmaster? I mean, why? Now, 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 listen to what Bishop is saying. He says, everyone, listen to this. Practice smiling in front of your mirror. Everyone smile. Not here. Are you a devil? <laughs> Some people have naturally stern faces. Naturally. <laughs> Stop laughing. I'm, I'm preaching. Allow me to preach. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, loosen up, loosen up. 
you'll be surprised that as you smile and you are getting members, you're also going to get a beloved. Smile. Abba. And some of you, you have married. So you think because, because you have imprisoned the man, you won't smile anymore. You wait. You go who you be at. You go who you. Number five, we are closing. Kill the spirit of hypocrisy by interacting with all kinds of people. Yes. Hypocrisy leaves a nasty taste in the mouth of everyone. Avoid it at all costs. Do not only ask for the names of wealthy looking people. Be genuinely interested in people who look poor and uneducated. Jesus interacted with every kind of person. Tell the nearest brother, leave the pretty girls alone. And, and, and even you cry, even your face is not even nice. I don't know why you are interested in nice girls. Tell the nearest another brother, say, leave the nice girls alone. If your pastor or your journalist is here, go to him and ask, please, why haven't you come to visit me? Ask him, what is wrong with me? Move, go and ask your journalist, what is wrong with me? Is there a problem with me? Is there a problem with me? I mean, why? Has he come to visit you? Meanwhile, he has gone to visit Doreen, Barbara, uh, 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 Akpene. He has eaten Akpene's uh, watch it. Please, we are closing. It's one o'clock. Um, oh, it's not one. It's not yet one. Oh, then. Grace will come and sing two songs and then we'll come for the next session. The next one. Listen, ask the seven basic interaction questions. Everyone should write this, these questions down. Ask people what their names are. What is your name? So, question: What is your name? Where do you work? Are you a student? Are you married? Do you have a beloved? See, see, that is why uh, 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 look, I'm believing God that all center leaders will be married next year. Amen. Next year is a year of marriage. No, so that you, you can be genuinely interested. I mean, if I ask a girl whether she's married, she, she's not wondering whether I'm interested in her. But if, if I wasn't married, maybe. Uh, what are the questions we have? Work? Yes. yes. Ask the people whether they are committed to the church. Whether they belong to any group. The month of September is the month of interactions. 
Hello? The month of September is what? Yes. How can you make people feel special? Do you want to know how to make people feel special? So they will stay in your center and work and, and, and love you. Yeah. You see, many of you don't have beloved because you don't even know these things. Yeah, I'm, I'm serious. Dead serious. That's why I love a song, Be Nice. Yes. Be nice, so nice. Exciting. Stop your village ways. Be nice. Yes. Some of you, 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 you are actually a bushman. No, honestly, look. All the jokes aside, let's, let's stop. Stop. Stop joking. Let's stop joking. Let's be serious. You are actually a bushman. I'm not, I'm not joking. And it's affecting you. If you, are, if you are not married, you may never marry. If you are married, you may never know how to have a happy home. Because you are actually a bushman. I pity, I pity the, 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 the parents of that girl you have married. Why they will release their daughter? Maybe the girl too is a bad girl. Yeah. Why they will release their daughter to be married to, 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 to a villager like you? You can make people feel special by calling them by their names. You must know the names of your members. We don't say, hey, hey, chairman. Who's the chairman? Of what? TUC or what? Tell your neighbor, call your members by their names. Oh, something, something does me. Bibi yummy. Something does me. When I hear Bishop say, Dr. Go, ah. Take, take $5,000 away. Call people. And sometimes, even as the shepherding gets deeper, you can even have a special name for a shepherd. Not, 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 not. Oi, oi. Opana. Opana. Oman. <laughs> Call you, know their, their names. I said, September is a month of what? Interaction. Every center leader, center leader, whatever leader, you are going to have an excellency. It's not visitation. It's not, it's interaction. Dr. Peter, have a list. You can make people feel special by smiling at them. And looking at them in the eyes. Hey, when there's a meeting, there's a camp, there's a conference, and Bishop looked at my face and smiles. Ah, I want to go to my mother. Something is doing my in. The same, some of you, when I see you and I smile, no, it's just like it's like some slow motion romance. Be, so, <laughs> Foolish girl. <laughs> you can make people feel special by being sincere and not exaggerating with them. Yes! Sincere. 
if the wig is like a tomato seller's wig, say that honestly today your wig it didn't work. Did you iron it? No, see, Bishop says, no, this is a five star pastor. He says, when you flatter people, they tend not to take you seriously. Every day you are nice. Every day you are. No. This song didn't work. This song. As you were shouting on the stage, it didn't work. Have you prayed? (laughs) When you flatter people, they may even curse you in their minds. You can make people feel special by looking. Oh, this one is a good one. As we close. Is it one o'clock? You can make people feel special by looking for good qualities in them. Ah, bah. Look for every... It's, it's, look, he said, everyone has good and bad qualities. If you want to build a meaningful relationship with anyone, you must focus on the good things in the person. As you go along, you may have the opportunity to address real problems. Always remember this. If God were to address all your bad qualities on a daily or hourly basis, you would probably give up. That is why God changes as slowly as the months and years roll by. Be like God and acknowledge people's strong points. There will be a time to address shortcomings. Can you clap your hands? There's no salt. There's no sugar. There's no sugar in the steel. There's no is it sugar in the steel. Or what, I, I, I mean, Bushman. Bushman. No, I'm saying some of you. The reason why you don't even even a girl doesn't like you. You you like the girl, but she doesn't like that. You, 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 you are too harsh. You are too harsh. I mean, somebody, you are having a center service, nobody has sang before. And somebody, who's like, eh? Some bush girl. Nobody has sang in your center service. And, and, and Abigail comes and stands there and sings, Shepherd of my soul, I give you full control. I will, uh, even though it's not nice, when you finish it, you know, you tried. You did well. That was a very good one. There was a, a part that didn't work, but I'm very impressed with you. Don't say, hey, get down, sit down. You fool, what is this? Do you sing well? Do you know Grace? Have you heard Mary singing before? Do you know Enam? Go and learn from them. May God open your eyes, eh? To see the good qualities in your members. To see it, to account. In fact, there's a big scripture. A big one. We end with this one. Philemon 1.6. Big one. That the communication of thy faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ. Acknowledge the good things in your ashes. And no, I'm, I'm, I don't know why you may think I'm a harsh pastor. Look at the crowds. Look at the people who want to do things for me. We are having International Sunday. People are dressed like air hostesses. Do you know how much each of the girls pay? Two of them haven't even finished paying. No, I'm t- when I saw the picture, I could tell those ones who have not finished paying. No, I, 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 I saw it easily. 
Didn't you see that if you took this to your relationship, you'll be a, your, your beloved will like you. You have a beloved. Does she like you? She likes you. Sorry. She tells me all the time. She tells you all the time. It's not, listen, it's not, listen, it's not because of who you, it's the bow tie you wear, that's all. And if she tells you all the time, if she herself, she's a bush girl. Yeah. Let her come and see me. Write notes, I'm teaching you. Write. You can make people feel special by complimenting them in front of others. Oh, clap your hands for Bishop Dagwood Mills. Clap your I mean oh, he's, he's beautiful. He he is beautiful. So when 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 uh, um, Enam sings and we clap for her and so on, you're just oh, let's clap for the instrumentalists. They've also uh, played very well. Meanwhile, they were not as good as they should be. It's but when you encourage them, oh, the meeting was nice. Oh, uh, last week I wasn't in town. I heard that uh, Cecilia really preached very well. Let's clap our hands for Auntie Cecilia. And um, uh, today the, the place is very neat. The ashes have done very well. Let's clap for the ashes. Um, uh, I mean, find something. Even your children will hate you. For, I'm telling you, there are parents whose children hate them. It cannot be. Even the devil has good attributes. Even if your son smokes weed all the time, compliment you for not, be, for not stopping, even to continue smoking. It's a gift. <laughs> I mean, tell him that. I'm, I'm, I'm amazed that you, you have been smoking this for seven years. It means that you have a gift of continuing. That if you become a pastor, you won't quit. Abba! Receive the pastoral anointing. Receive the grace to interact now. Stand to your feet. It's hypocrisy. As, as, <laughs> lift your hands and pray. Pray and ask the Lord to make you a great pastor. With, with, with super developed powers of interaction. Super developed. Super developed. Hey, I'm telling you that I'm not saying you shouldn't pray but I tell you that if you can interact eh, the people who will follow you will be amazed somebody in your church is waiting for a compliment from you just a word a compliment
Rashkadara Mianska, Liensbien, Minustamia, Nankaste, Lift your hands and pray. Oh, Yellolo, Cro, Desparana, Ilania, Makode, Lamako, Lemeneta, the Miss Lift your hands and pray. Ramanikam Paramama, Alien Shato Mahandala Babayada, Riminika. Everybody pray. Your ministry is on the line. Your church is finishing. Your center is finishing. Your members, they need your attention. Lift your hands and pray. Rega Bastaro Mokondo Brianda Baranda Lianda Spana Mikiando Korobobo Lada Bekenchani Mianda Kiporo Bokoto Langastani Enstemen Nunje O Ragadaro Ragadaro Liande Mana Nikisbe Mimata Say Lord develop my ministry my pastor Manto Kotebene Lada Baro Father, tonight we bless you. We are grateful to you, Lord, for the deposits we have received. May tonight be a turning point in our ministries, Lord. From today, may the curse of not having people be removed from us. Amen. Help us, Lord, to deploy the key of interaction, Lord. Make us interactors. Yes. Reshape us, Lord. Yes. Change us, Lord. Yes. Rearrange us. Repair us. Yes. Make us master interactions, oh Lord. We thank you, Lord. Thank you. And we bless your name tonight. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.